on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have a Q and AF. I'm joined today by my man, uh, DJ, aka White Lightning. White Lightning, baby. What's up, bro? Dude, I'm, I'm over here recovering from death. Yeah, I saw you out there getting it, dude. fucking dying out there. I'm proud of you, man. I mean, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was... Uh, I had like a come to Jesus moment out there, bro. Oh yeah. And um in the middle of your workout? No, like yes. I mean, serious, like almost in fucking tears, man, because you know, like 75 hard is day 20 for me. And uh I, I know this is something that you've been through. I know there's a lot of people out there that's been through this, but you know, like there was a part in a workout where I mean it was fucking hard. It was hard. And I started thinking to myself, man, I'm like, you know, it looked hard. I did that to me though. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was all the fucking the the bullshit food that I ate, all the fucking beers that I've drunk. It's all the 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 missing the workouts, not working out. Like it, that's what got me to this point. And like, it, it was just a come to Jesus moment where like, you know, it's my fault. Like I put myself here. This is hard because I fucking made it hard. Yeah, bro. You and know? that's a nece- that's a necessary realization to have for change, whether it be. A change in your job, a change in your fitness, a change in your family, a change in how you live your life in any way. It all starts with saying, you know what? I did this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and dude, if you really want to get great in life, you take responsibility for shit that isn't even re- really your fault. You know, hey, okay, I didn't create this. I recognize that. But if someone doesn't fix it, that's my fault. Mm. And that is where you start to get really powerful, right? Mm. Especially when it comes to your career. Because most people... uh will will act like they're at the mercy of their job or whatever it is. No, you're not. Most companies have tremendous upward mobility. You just deny the fact that they do. Because I can tell you for sure, at least where I'm at, um, if a motherfucker comes in here and kicks ass, I don't care where they're from. I don't care how smart they are. I don't care anybody, anything. We got guys in here that kick ass that like, you know, I, I, I thought honestly would probably be in and out of the company in six or seven weeks. Yeah. That That's them. That's them taking responsibility for themselves. That's them recognizing the opportunity. That's them going hard to, to realize that. And, um, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about 75 Hard and Live Hard program is that it forces you to realize what you just said. Yeah. If you The first two, three weeks, you're going to be forcing yourself through every day. And eventually you're going to have one of those moments where you're like, fuck, yep. all of my life is, is my, yeah. my yeah. fault. Yep. And see, that's where you start to get powerful. And that's, you know, we talk, uh, Jocko has his book, Extreme Ownership. It's a great book on this. Um, but all positive change and positive progress starts with taking responsibility. And it's sad because like, you know, you guys who follow me, you saw on Monday, I went on a fucking tirade in my story uh, because some dude who I barely know, okay, uh, wanted to hear himself talk. And he, <laughs> no, for real, that's what he does. Yeah. You know, that's not just him, but like other people do this yeah. to me all the time. And it's rude as fuck. You know, I run many different companies. It's not just, not just first form. There's all kinds of different shit that I'm doing every single day. I'm doing the best that I possibly can to educate and contribute and help people. Um, at my 75 hard program is free. Uh, you know, I could monetize the fuck out of that and I don't. And, and then I get people that just disrespect my time because they don't want to take the initiative to figure out how to buy the book. Mm. Bro, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. And honestly, it represents the entire problem with this entire fucking society. 
You know, we've become a society nowadays where we look at every single person and, and we say they're obligated to us for some reason. You know, this cancer culture shit. Like a lot of these people, like I, I made that story, right? And like, yeah. if you guys didn't catch it, I went pretty hard. But the truth be told, I was holding back. I could have went way fucking harder, you know, which is funny because a lot of people are the yeah. emoji with the big eyes, right? Yeah. But like, dude, you guys know, have no fucking idea, bro. I'm a force of fucking nature. Like, they call me the bear here. And they ask people not to poke it, all right? That's the truth, okay? DJ, you have a temperature gauge. I do. Explain them the temperature I, I, I do. Gauge. So uh, literally just about everybody in this office understands that they, they will come to me first. I'm like, hey, what's the temperature? How's Andy? And if it's not a good day, I tell them to fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But see, and that's necessary. And it's not because I'm an asshole. It's because I have so much on my plate that you motherfuckers can't comprehend it. Mm -hmm. And, and dude, this is my karma. One time and Gary, Gary V listen to my show sometimes. I want Gary to know this one time, Gary, we're personal friends. One time I fucking yelled at him about not getting back with me because we're friends. And I called him out on the same shit. And he was like, bro, I'm drinking from a fire hose. It's nothing personal, you know, and he explained himself. And and then like a year or two later, when I got a little bigger, I I, I text him back and I said, hey, bro, I, I get it. I'm <laughs> I, sorry. Sorry. You know, but <laughs> yeah. the tr- the, dude, the truth is I didn't get it at that time. Yeah. And now I do get it and that I was wrong, but people don't think about that. They don't think about the, how much I'm, and I'm not sitting here trying to toot my own horn, yeah. but motherfucker, there's a billion hashtags of fucking uh, 75 hard on TikTok. There's millions of people who've changed their lives with first form. There's Arate Syndicate. Uh, there's the podcasts, both of them, that I've done for years and years and years. I give away so much value for fucking free and help so many people. I am very confident, and I'm not saying this to brag, but I am very confident that there's not a single other human out there that has affected and impacted more people with real, actual change than me, yeah. period. Okay, because we cover it from business, we cover it from fitness, we cover it from mentality. Okay, there's nobody's doing that. Yeah. All right, so guys, I'm busy as fuck. So when you get mad at me because I don't want to look up the fucking link for a book that I've talked about for literally three fucking years, and you all know exactly where to get it, which I happen to be sold out of, which I'm not sending you a free one, like I get fucking pissed off yeah. because it's disrespectful as fuck. Like, dude, what other person, what other company do you message the CEO and say, hey, man, can you send me a link to your fucking, do you, do you, do you DM Phil Knight and say, hey, man, can you send me a link? This, this is why yeah. this attitude of entitlement is why more CEOs are not more active on the fucking internet. That's a fact. That's why. The reason you don't have access to Phil Knight or fucking these other guys who have built these iconic brands isn't because they don't care. It's because you guys abuse the fuck out of it. Because it's making me want to literally shut my shit down and say, fuck it. Because I don't have to do this shit. I'm well off. I've already made my money. I'm secure for the rest of my life. Like, I don't have to do any of this. So that kind of shit comes across to me as so disrespectful. And then I have people, I I had a person uh, in one of these 75 hard groups, which by the way, again, I've been very liberal in allowing people to run their own groups and see, but you know what's happened in those groups? People don't hold the line. They don't fucking enforce the standard of 75 hard. They allow all these people to make seven, their version of 75 hard, which it says very clearly as rule number one, that's not how the fuck it works. And these people don't even understand that that instinct for them to modify things, to make them 
uh, more palatable to them is what keeps them where they are in life, okay? You don't get to change the circumstances of the outside reality. This is part of the learning of 75 hard. And the reason that most of these people are dissatisfied with their lives is because they try to change the rules that, that are not supposed to be changed instead of actually just gritting up and fucking excelling inside that framework, okay? So they can't even recognize the problem they have with themselves. And then they're going to go out and create new versions of this program under my name and under my... And then when I get on Instagram and I fucking get pissed off because someone is literally disrespecting my complete fucking everything that I do by doing that, right? Like say, hey, can you send me the link to... Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> then they get mad at me. They're like, oh, he doesn't appreciate his customers. No, no, no. Because those people aren't my customers. My customers don't complain. My, my customers will complain when there's a legit problem. My customers are not excuse makers. My customers are not people who fucking are lazy. My customers might have been lazy in the past. That's who they used to be. My customers realize that they've got to do their part. Those are my customers. My customers and all my businesses are people who take accountability for who the fuck they are and want to change it. My customers are not the people who are unwilling to take responsibility for their decisions and who want other people to change it. And that's consistently where the criticism comes from the internet, right? Yeah. These people who are have become entitled, right? They think, oh, because I bought this man's book or I did, motherfucker, don't buy the book. The shit's for free. I'm not asking you to buy the book. Most people buy the book because they got so much value out of the program that they want to know more about it. So they read the book or where we sell most of the books, by the way, are for gifts. People who want to give the book to friends because it created so much value for them. Okay. So these people think that they owe you, they own you now because they bought a book from you or something. Motherfucker, I'm just going to be really clear. I'm not that kind of person. I know very clearly who I am. My brand, if you hadn't noticed, it says Real AF. That's That doesn't stand for Real Andy Versella. That stands for Real As Fuck. Okay? So I'm always going to tell the truth. You're not going to like what I say all the time. And if you can't deal with that, then go listen to other people who are more palatable to your taste. You know, there's lots of very nice people out there who will tell you things that aren't necessarily true to make you feel good in the moment. I'm just not one of those people. And I never will be. And I never have been. And it's interesting to me when I see people in these groups get mad at me for the things I say, and then they act like they're going to like try to cancel me. Motherfucker, I'm doing just fine. As far as I know, I've been me the last 23 years I've been in business. And the more me I am, guess what happens? The more the business grows. Yeah. And it's something I've been trying to teach you guys for years and years and years that authenticity wins. And you know why authenticity wins? Because you motherfuckers know that when I say something, I'm telling you the truth. Because I'm authentic to you. I tell you the shit that's fucked up. I tell you the truth when it needs to be told. And most people won't do it because they want to, they don't want to offend their customer base or they don't want to put people out or they don't want to, you know, lose a couple dollars. Bro, and, and, and this is the even funnier thing on the big, big picture. And this is a business lesson, by the way. This is not just a rant. This is a business lesson. The reason you're afraid to speak your truth and be who you are is because you have pretended to be something that you aren't in order to get money. You have half of your customers that don't really know what your beliefs are, and you have half of your customers that, that probably think they know what your beliefs are, and you're trying to ride the fence. And what that does is that makes you a fucking prisoner to these people's opinions, all right? And I'm going to tell you right now, 
people will support authenticity and truth, even if they don't agree with it more than anything else. So you people out there who are building a brand and you're hiding behind your riding the fence, trying to please everybody opinion, you're going to end up losing because one day one side of this group is going to find out something about you that you don't, that they don't approve of or like. And because you've been pandering to them and pretending to be something that you're not, you're going to lose that respect with the group. And then what will happen is you apologize for that and you lose the respect of the other side. When the truth is, if you're just who you are on a daily basis and you just tell people what you think and you just stand for what it is that you stand for and you just let the fucking dominoes fall where the fuck they might, look, dude, it's going to be what it is. I'm not under any delusions that everybody out there agrees with everything I fucking say. But here's what I do know. I know that everybody who listens to me and follows me knows that I believe what the fuck I say. Okay? And people respect that. Except for these fucking entitled nobody do-gooders out there that ride their moral high horse and they think they're better than everybody and they think they have control because they bought a fucking book from my website. Don't buy the book. Don't, don't shop with me. I, if you if that's what you think the nature of the relationship is going to be, that you're going to bend me over uh, my opinions and my my shit uh, because you bought something from me one time, then don't buy from me. I'm perfectly fine with that. I run my whole life that way. I don't run ads on this show. I don't run ads for the show. Uh, it's straight value exchange. I give away the 75 hard program for free. Okay. Um, there's tons of shit I do for free. I give away the podcast for free. There's all these things I do for free. Like, I'm giving you the value up front. So you don't get to fucking bend me over because of something you don't like that I said. I don't fucking care. And I, I don't. I really don't. Or you can't. Well, it's just it's just getting old, dude. Because like now, you know, it bleeds into like what's going on with the world. You know, a lot of these people hit me up and they're like, yeah, Andy, fucking louder in the back. Be louder. You know, say it louder. For the no, motherfucker. The reason we're here is because you're only saying that. You're only saying that privately behind the scenes because you're afraid of the taking the arrows yourself. Well, when you let everybody else take all the arrows and nothing changes, the reason that these people are out there getting their fucking arrows is because you won't join them. That's not noble. That's not cool. You know, all these people out there, like the, like all these people are out there trying to wake everybody up. This isn't about waking everybody up, dude. This is about that. The, the people who are still asleep, who think this shit is like, okay, who believe in the, 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 the tyranny that's going on, they're not the problem. The problem is the people who recognize that it's not okay, the people who know it's not okay, and who are deciding to not get involved and say, shit, you motherfuckers are the problem, okay? That's the problem. It's, you know, all these middle and right people are like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. No, that's not the message. The message is stop being a bitch and get involved with the shit you actually believe in. Your life will change in a positive way many times over. One of the best things that happened to me this year or the last two years is that I made so many true, real friends who stand with the same beliefs that I stand for that I know I can count on till the day I fucking die. And that comes from being authentic. My company's grown 100% the last two fucking years. You know why? Because I'm authentic. We're authentic. First Form doesn't hide what it stands for. We're a pro-American, pro-freedom company. Just like America. You know what I'm saying? Like that attracts people. That doesn't fucking divide people. We unite people. And like, dude, it's just like this. I don't know, man. This whole fucking weak shit. It's just getting to the point where like. I fucking can't stand it. Like I can't stand it. Like I said in my story the other day, like I get all these people that come to me. This is why I don't do events that much. 
Because I literally get people to come to me and they're standing there and look at me in the fucking face. And I could tell they're fucking 100 pounds overweight, 200 pounds. Like they don't take care of themselves. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not successful. They're not, the, and they're looking at me in the face and they're like, dude, we're so much alike. Do you, I'm just saying, like, that's so insulting. That's such an insulting thing to say to me because we're not alike. Yeah. I come to work every day and I work my fucking ass off. Do I or not? Absolutely. Okay. I fucking put in the work. I am disciplined. My shit gets done. I don't make excuses. And my life reflects that. So when you stand there and look at me and tell me you're the same, it kind of makes me want to punch you in the fucking face. You know, but I can't. I got to smile and be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Like, dude, and yeah. I'm just, this whole fucking, like, a delusional mentality of humanity has just got, it's got me to the point now where, like, I have a hard time identifying with fucking anybody. Yeah. Like, it's almost a super isolating thing. Like, so if you're not somebody who wants to get better, if you're not somebody who's willing to admit that they want to get better, if you're not somebody who uh, is going to work, I don't need, you don't need to be, dude, you could be 700 pounds right now and, and, and totally your life in chaos. If you're willing to do your part, I will fucking do every motherfucking thing I can to help you. But if you're just going to sit there, nobody's dragging you along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I'm tired of this idea of people that, that, that society is going to drag them along. It's like, it's just, it's, it's a fucking disease, dude. It's like a, it's like a, the real pandemic is the fucking lack of accountability and responsibility in this fucking earth. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The Big real facts. pandemic is the lack of action, the lack of, you know, uh, discipline, the lack of belief, the lack of even trying. Those are the fucking pandemics. The pandemic is not, uh, you know, what they say it is. I mean, it is technically, but I, in my opinion, the real pen, how many more people would be alive if they actually took all their fucking fitness and health seriously right now? Right. Right. You know hundreds, what I'm saying? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. How much better would, I mean, bro, it's just, it, it's just disgusting to me, bro. And I'm just over it. And, you know, I'm, I'm having one of those days and everybody's going to listen to this and they're going to message me and they're going to say, Andy, don't give up. I'm Listen. <laughs> I love you so much, Andy. Yeah, l listen, and I appreciate those messages, but guys, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm incapable of fucking giving up. I can't quit. It's actually like a blessing and a curse because I really, truly sometimes wish I could just walk the fuck away and go live in the fucking woods and everybody leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? But the truth of the matter is all the amazing things in my life come from helping the people that are willing to help themselves. So I'm always going to be there for those people. Um, you know, I don't know. We're going to, a little housekeeping thing. I'm consolidating everybody onto the 75 Heart Dominators page on Facebook group because a lot of these Facebook groups that I've allowed to operate with my name and likeness for the last two or three years when it comes to 75 Heart uh, have not held the standard, have allowed people to compromise, have allowed people to like create these little offshoots of the main program. And because you guys didn't hold the standard, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get these pages deleted off the internet, which I'm fully within my rights to do. I've already started the process. Um, we're going to consolidate onto the group called 75 Hard Dominators. I'm going to have certified administrators. We're going to uh, do a certified coach program inside that group. I will be involved in that group uh, in terms of coming on every once in a while, do a video, do a live, answer some questions. Uh, but we're not going to have any of this weak shit. Like, I am fucking over it. Like, I am fucking over it. And um, yeah, so that's the housekeeping. I don't know. What else? Yeah, so questions, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs>
Dude, I just get heated about the shit because it's just, it's like, like, what would you, like, I can't imagine, I, I don't know, man. I can't imagine sitting at my house and, and sending a DM to the CEO of, of, a, of a company and then like expecting them to send me the link to their fucking whatever product. Like, I just can't even imagine even doing that. Like, I can't imagine taking that little of initiative to give a fuck. I just can't do it. Like, I can't even imagine it. And like people say, well, that's your, you know, you've lost sight, you know, and those are customers. That's true. That's true. And you know what? If I had one customer or two customers, I might treat it a little bit differently if it was just me. But the fact of the matter is I've given a huge, massive part of my life away for free. A huge, I, I answered thousands of questions about this program for free. I give it away for fucking free, okay? Have some respect. You know what I'm saying? Respect my time. Don't come to me with stupid ass shit that you could easily find out. And the reason most of those people come to me like that, bro, is because they want to hear themselves fucking talk. They want to get a response from me. So I'm just going to quit answering DMs from people I don't know in real life. That's really going to be the solution. So if you send me a DM and I don't know you in real life, you're probably not going to get an answer. And I'm sorry. So anyway, questions. All right, guys, you guys know how this works. So I got three questions for Andy. <clears throat> As always, email your questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Um, please don't ask me, how do you get the 75 hard book? So first question. So let's go back in time a little bit. Um, when you were first getting started in business, right? And, you know, I think, you, you know, when you guys first acquired the, the, the next couple of stores, you're moving, you're getting some more employees in. How did you balance trying to acquire high quality employees, but not being able to pay them adequately? Like, how was that balance for you starting off? Well, that's a that's a that's a really good question. And a lot of people face because in the beginning, you don't have any money and it's hard to pay people uh, even competitively when you're really small. You know, so a big a big thing that you have to understand is that people first of all, people want to be a part of a winning team. If you're committed to actually winning and actually building something, people will want to be a part of it. The reason that most people have problem attracting employees is because their whole goal with business is to get to a point where they don't have to work. They whole, their whole goal is to get to a point where they can kick their feet up on their desk, collect the money off the backs of other people that are working for them and not do shit. If that's you, that perspective, you will always have people, you always have people problems inside your company. Um, so the answer to that, is to have huge fucking plans for your company and get really good at painting the fucking picture of how those plans are going to materialize and what role these people will have in the future in terms of being a part of that vision. Because if people can't fit their entire uh, dreams and goals and life uh, within the framework of the big vision of what you're trying to build, they automatically pull themselves out mentally, right? They're not going to buy in. It's going to be a job, not a career. So, understanding where you're going, understanding how you're going to get there, being determined, being a great communicator in terms of how you're going to do this and what role the people that you have uh, are going to play in that is a tremendous advantage, especially in the beginning, because um, people will will work um, not for starvation wages, but beginner wages, right? They will come in and see the, you will have people that will come in and see the opportunity and, and put in the blood and sweat equity. I have three or four guys here who have been here for 16 years. All of them are f making a fuck ton of money now. I've made good on those promises. I'm continuing to make good on those promises. I have 
you know, I'm looking out here and I, I got a hundred other people out here that in another two or three years are all going to be making that same kind of money. And everybody knows it. So like when you get, when you take care of people and you do what you say you're going to do and they can fit their dreams and their life and their vision underneath that big vision, uh, you're in a good spot. But the problem is most people don't do that. They try to pretend like they're going to create this big fucking thing, but only get it to a point where they are making some money and they put their feet up on the desk and then don't grow the company. Continual progress, continual growth is very, very important. If your employees don't see your company growing, they will lose momentum. They will find other things to do. Because like I said, everybody wants to be a part of something that's winning and growing and is going to win. And if they see that you aren't serious about doing that, they're not going to buy in, they're not going to work, and they're not going to be productive at any wage. You can't outpay that problem. So it doesn't matter if you're paying little or a whole lot. If they don't see the fucking picture and don't understand it, they won't they won't be there to fucking dedicate to it. So my advice to someone who's just starting out is to try to pay them as, as much as you can that you can afford. You know, I have a, I, when we were in that position, I had a number of employees that got paid a lot more than me um, and I was the owner. And so I did what I could and, and three of those guys are still here today and they're, they're doing very well. So, you know, in the beginning, you're going to have to sacrifice some of your pay to, to invest in them. And that's how you should look at it. You should look at it as an investment in your company. If your employees are uh, handled properly, you pay them well, you invest in them personally, you care about their lives, you care about their progress, you care about what they're building, um, that's an investment that provides a really strong return. So instead of looking at your payroll as an expense on your uh, balance sheet, see it as an investment. But it can only be an investment when you are actually investing in them. Fire. Yep. So you're going to say it? One for one. Well, we're one for one, baby. <laughs> Shaq at the free throw line. Um, all right, so so moving on, like like building off of that, right? You know, was Shaq good at free throws? Shaq was not no, good I at free that, throws. That was the joke. Thanks for that. That was a terrible. You got to explain the joke. It's not funny. You can have that one back. Okay, thank you. Um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> one for one. We got to go to fucking joke school, both yeah. of you motherfuckers. Yeah, we'll let Emily teach it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Frisella. Okay. <laughs> All right, next question. So, you know, I, I know it to be true. I've been here for, you know, going on two years. And I know for a fact that your ability to care, genuinely care about your customers, about your, your employees, it's fucking real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no doubt in my mind about it. But that. I only care about the ones that care about themselves. Hmm. That's the point. That's the point I made on the fucking rant that I right. said. Yeah. If you're a complainer, if you're a fucking loser, if you're a whiner, if you're a bitch baby, if you're a fucking, I, I'm going to cry the whole way, I don't care about you. Mm. I care about people that help themselves. If you're willing to help yourself and you're willing to meet me a little bit along the way, I will fucking give you fucking everything. But if you're not willing to do shit and you're just going to complain and try to twist everything and make it this and that and this and this and this and not listen and give me trouble, fuck off. Because I have a whole list of people who are willing to do the work over here that I'm going to dedicate my time to. So thanks for the clarification. No, that's yeah. real. That's real. So so how do you how do you spread your ability to care? Right? Like how do you teach that to your team? How do you teach that? How how did you teach that to everybody else? Right? Like is that something you feel like you have to hire people who inherently have that within them, or is that something you had to develop? I mean, like, like what, what's the answer on that? Well, when the, there's two there's there's two parts to that answer. One, if you hire them in from somewhere who who is a traditional company that just teaches people how to sell, uh, they're going to have a hard time grasping that concept. 
That concept is much easier to teach someone who's not already trained in how to sell traditionally, which, you know, all the, the fucking hard selling bullshit that a lot of companies do. Um, so I find that when you start with a blank slate, it's much easier to get people to understand that if you care about people and solve their problems, that will actually make the sale organically. Uh, than if you uh, try to like, you know, prospect and, 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 you know, all these other things like cold call and prospect and fucking, you know, basically you're trying to manipulate the sale because uh, manipulate the person into the sale because you're trying to get what you want. So when you take people who are fresh and you teach them to genuinely solve people's problems, to, um, you know, be there for them, to listen to what they have to say, uh, to hold them to a standard, right? Like you have to tell them the truth sometimes, especially in our business, you know, our products are not going to do the work for you. You know what I mean? You have to fucking do your part. And I feel like that's part of caring. Part of caring is the truth. You know, um, I don't, I subscribe to the idea that the truth is actually the best thing you could do for someone. A lot of people don't agree with that. They want to encourage people and make them feel like they, bro, the reason people don't believe in themselves is because they've been pandered and catered to and fucking pacified their entire life. And they, they have this illusion that they're going to have to put in very little work to get some sort of result. Right? So that stops with taking accountability. It stops with being honest and it stops with, Telling people the truth, because once you get people to understand, like you said at the beginning of the show, this is my fault. I put myself here. Yeah. This is what I did. Now we're at a place where we can move forward, right? Then and only then, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. bro. And I'm not here to drag you yeah. along. Like right. I said, do I value every customer? Yes, but those other people are not my customers. Right. Those are Weight Watchers customers. Those are fucking Slim Fast customers. Yeah. They're not my customer, okay? And I don't want them here because they dilute the culture. They dilute the fucking company. They, they're not the people who are actually going to get results. And if they come here and they don't get results, what's that say about us? Right. Well, then they'll start blaming on you guys. That's right. <laughs> so I don't, the, you yeah. people are not my people. Yeah. And I'm very aware of that, you know, and that's why it's funny when these people try to leverage me over and like, Oh dude, I don't like the way he fucking talks. Well, good. Yeah. Go talk to Jenny Craig. He's nicer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, you're laughing, but I'm being, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, man. I'm being fucking serious. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, I don't understand I don't understand. So the point is here is, is that um, if you care about people and solve their problems, they will buy your shit. Yeah. It's very simple. If you, if you try to manipulate them into, into them buying some shit from you, um, they might buy it once or twice, but they won't stay. Right. So would you rather have to uh, always be digging for new customers or would you rather build a productive, uh, you know, mutually beneficial relationship with people where they're getting what they want. And by default, when they get what they want, you get what you want, right? That's how I like to operate. That's why I run the podcast the way I do. That's why I don't run ads. Okay. That's why I don't run ads for the show. That's why I don't run ads on the show. That's why I give 75 hard away for free. And you know what? Yeah, I do charge for the book because I know that if people do the program and they like the program, which if you do it properly and you don't try to fuck with it, it will change your fucking life. And guess what will happen? You'll buy the book because I delivered value first. That's the way the world works. That's how I operate literally everything. And that's also why I'm not held, held captive to these fucking crazy fucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't. The value is undeniable. The, va- the value is undeniable and it's offered first. You don't have to buy to get it. See what I'm saying? But what happens is, is when you, when you, when you over deliver on the value, 
people want to contribute back. And so most of the people that buy this book because they've changed their whole lives, a lot of those people are buying the book to give to their friends. Like you wouldn't believe we have fucking tens of thousands of people that buy that book for other people because it changed their life so much. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So like the value exchange has to be disproportionately in favor of them, meaning they receive more than what you're asking them in return for dollars. It's really, really simple. It just takes guts and courage to execute because it's it's counterintuitive to what most businesses try to do, right? Most businesses try to lock people in on a fucking, on a, t- you know, a sale and then they forget about them, right? Well, you're not upholding the, the ethical standard of business then. Businesses don't exist to make you money. Businesses exist to solve problems. And the businesses that solve problems are the ones that make money. So most people just think about it backwards. If you ask 90% of people, what's the, 99% of people, hey, what's the purpose of being in business? Oh, get rich, man. That's it. Makes money. And and that's why only 1% of the people, 1% of the companies actually fucking become those companies. Yeah. Because they're totally looking at it the wrong way. So. That's fucking, uh, I'd say that's two for two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, time machine. Let's get back to, to when you were first getting started. How, or I mean, maybe even now. I mean, I'm sure you probably still have these conversations with yourself. But how do you differentiate what goes on the back burner and what stays out in the front when you're trying to pursue your goals, right? I.e., you know, your friends, your family, your hobbies, your fucking, you know, whatever it is. How do you differentiate what's on the back burner for you and what stays in the front? So I think, and what I've learned is that you have to be selfish in order to even be selfless, okay? Meaning you have to have all your shit in order for you to effectively help other people with their shit. So uh, I think a lot of people put that backwards and a lot of people think they've got to do all these other things for other people and they put themselves last or they've got to do everything for their company and they put themselves last. That's the wrong way to do it, in my opinion. In my opinion and from what I found with my experience is that when you take care of your body, you take care of your mind, you do all the things that you have to do for you up front, um, it makes you far more effective at handling everything that needs to be handled for everybody else, whether it be a company, whether it be your friends, whether it be your family, whether it be other obligations. Um, you're just better when you're better. And so making sure that you know, you're putting good things in your brain, making sure you're putting good things in your body, making sure you have your business in line, making like all those things can be called selfish, right? They're always called selfish by people that don't really understand. Yeah. You know, when you start out on a fitness program or you start a new business and you're dedicating a disproportionate amount of time, what do people generally call you? Selfish, yeah. right? But yeah. from what I've seen, and this goes for me and all of my friends that are successful that you guys all follow, every single one of them puts themselves first, understanding that that allows them to have more to pour out of their cup for everybody else later. So, um, I think most people think it's the opposite, but, uh, most elite performers, highly successful people, uh, understand what I just said. Yeah. So that's how I would look at it. That's what, so you, you, you would say that there's basically essentially no back burner. No, I don't. I mean, there's burners, right? But yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't think of it like that. Like yeah. I don't ever move shit off prime priority list. It's just, right. it's different though, dude, for me. Like I've got a team of, of people now. Like when I was. When it was just me, I still, when it was just me, I operated the opposite of what I just said because I thought that's what had to that's be. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But, but here's the problem. That handicapped me because I was fucking fat. I was fucking drinking a lot. Um, my mind was always cluttered. 
I didn't feel good. I was unhappy, which made me worse at all the other things that I did. Yeah. Right. So my advice for people is to make taking care of the things for you, the first thing that you do in the day and, and it will work itself out for other people and other projects and other things as you go. Like it's, it's like, bro, it's like cutting down a tree, right? Like you got an ax. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to try to cut down the tree. Um, and the ax blade is dull. It's going to take how many, it's going to take you 10 times as long to cut that tree down. than if you just stop for five minutes and fucking sharpen the blade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's how you need to think about it. Being being selfish to be selfless. I That's love right. that, bro. That's three for three, guys. For sure. Three for three. <laughs> fucking fire. After a 20-minute rant on fucking whatever, dude. Hey man, sometimes that shit's necessary. Look, a dude. A lot of I, times that shit's necessary. Listen, I. it is what it is, man. I keep it real. Like, I'm not over here trying to fluff you guys or blow up your skirt and make you feel good about, you know, feeling good, feeling good about, like, being born. Like, yeah. you're not meant to just, like, exist and have everything delivered to you. The the, 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 the greatest thing about life is the investment that you make in yourself uh, and the improvements that you make and then what you build off of that. That's the joy of life, dude. And like spending time with, with quality relationships that you've built because you've built yourself first, et cetera, et cetera. You're missing out on everything. Like these people who sit at home and criticize everything and want everybody to do everything for them and Everything is everybody else's fault. And I don't like the way this guy talks or I don't like the way they do this or I'm going to change this or that or this. Those people are like, you guys don't understand. You're letting life pass you by completely, like completely pass you, pass you by because you've chosen to be a fucking victim. You've chosen to be mediocre. You've chosen to do the bare minimum. And dude, I, those people just ain't my people, man. You know, for real, like you could scroll through fucking iTunes business podcast and find, you know, 50 podcasts for every one of mine. That's the truth. So you're going to find 50 other podcasts that are going to tell you all the pacifying positivity. You know, you can do it shit. I'm not saying you can't do it. But what I am saying is you can't do it with that attitude. And you can't do it with the attitude that it's not your fault. It is your fucking fault. You can't do it with the attitude of you're going to fix everything and, and modify everything that comes to you because the circumstances of the world don't modify themselves for you. The reason you struggle right now is because you try to make everything fucking fit you. You know, we started this shit 20 fucking years ago with participation trophies. Oh, uh, little Johnny got left out. He didn't get a trophy. And instead of saying, well, little Johnny needs to go fucking practice, we say, oh, let's give him one to make him feel good. And now it's created a generation of adults who literally think that's the way it works. Yeah. It just doesn't. And I don't care how popular it gets. I don't care how much momentum it gets, which, by the way, it's losing momentum if you haven't figured it out. Right. Um, I don't care how socially acceptable it gets, which is getting less socially acceptable if you haven't figured it out. Accountability, uh, freedom, uh, taking responsibility, uh, self-reliance, those are coming back hard as fuck, okay? So you can either get on the train or you can get left behind. But I'm telling you right now, that culture of winning, that culture of dominating, that culture of kicking ass, it's on the comeback. It ain't on the fucking come down. The last 10 years, we've had been on the come down. Now it's on the come up because people are realizing what it produces. It produces fucking shit. It produces a bunch of fucking weak ass motherfuckers that can't handle their own fucking lives. And then in turn, turn on everybody else and, and criticize their lives because they can't and aren't willing to do what it takes. And dude, I don't, those people to me are not important to me. They're not important. I'm not trying to convince you like you people out there that listen to this show and you think, oh, dude, you know, I don't like the way this or that or this and this and this. You're not my fucking customer. You're never going to be. 
Never like, were. You, I don't even want you. Like, I don't even want you. I want people that are not going to make excuses. I want people who are going to be willing to work. I want people who are willing to be honest. I want people who are willing to fucking meet in the middle and do their part. And those are the people I'm speaking to. I'm not speaking to these other motherfuckers. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her own bed.